What's going on, my people? Today we got a beautiful show. But first and foremost, yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody worldwide. Whether it's the morning, the afternoon, wherever you at again, I'm a million percent grateful. But one of the things that I wanted to touch on is because people get a misconception. My guy, for the life of me, the the hair situation, the pretty boy, the changing of look, and then wearing a, a, a do-rag the next day and then coming out with your hair nicely done like a pretty boy has always been something that I've done. I've always been a fashionable dude. You can ask anybody that lives where I grew up at, they'll be like, I ain't going to lie. Them boys was always cute when they went to school but do not confuse <laughs> something that looks nice with cowardness right that's where we mess up at that's just a fact What's going on? anyway my guy that's me you feel me today i have a fitted hat looking like a super gangster tomorrow i want to be on my pretty boy shit does that mean the dude is a bird or a penguin? That's you because you want to be looking ugly and scrunchy all day. We ain't got nothing to do with that, bro. Get your pretty boy shit up, bro. You looking crazy out here. You dirty. Your clothes are dirty. You wrinkled. You don't care. You got lint all over your clothes. That looks crazy in a video, respectfully. But today we're going to touch into 6 9 and what's been happening with him. And I said it in a previous uh App, right, And I don't know if I'm going to put those two together or what's going to happen. But if I did, then you know that's what the problem where it comes from, where it stems from. So the whole thing is that I don't think he's broke. That's all a lie. I think that should he pay those people? I don't know. I'm not one to, into suing people when a situation happens. But when you're a millionaire, I guess it's okay. You know, he's a rat, but other people ratting about the case and they want money because this happens to them. Nobody's calls them a rat. Like, that's not ratting. But I guess it's okay because you're ratting on a rat. I don't know. I'm looking for some answers from you guys. Just, just because you rat on a rat don't make you a rat. It's like these dudes that get away with, bro, I didn't tell on nobody. I told on the police. If you tell on the police, you tell on anybody, bro. The tendencies are there, bro. You 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 did that. Now, a dude that takes pride in him not being a snitch doesn't snitch at all. That's all I'm saying. If you're going to defend codes, me, I'm with the, like I said before, fuck your codes. Your fucking street code. Fuck your gang. Everybody. This is not fucking Wampa Room. There's people dying out there, bro. But the mere fact is this. We love all people. In some way or somehow, somebody said we all created equal. <laughs> but me and you are not the same. We think differently. Very different. That's why I'm here and you're there. Respectfully, that's why I'm talking, you're listening. Let's get to the money now because this is where it gets good. 400, 400, we're not talking about two, we're not talking about one, we're not talking about five, we're talking about 400 bulletproof vests set to be donated to the Ukraine, stolen in New York City. You know how New York do, bro, we ain't sending nothing to Ukraine, are you kidding me? We need that, there's a war out here in our own spot, <laughs> so they snatch those up, Bop! that's a wrap, right? That was sometime over the night from a non-profit organization in Manhattan. They stole, yo, shout out to Harlem. They doing dumb, B, your camera on. You got them vests? I need that. <laughs> the vests were being stored 
at 203 2nd Avenue, bro, and 12th Street in the East Village. And what, oh my God, was said to be sent to the country that has been under siege by Russia forces since February 24th. Somebody called 911 after the discovering the heist at 9.19 a.m. When the cops arrived, they found someone had forced their way into the building. The vests were being stored in a hallway and were visible to the public. You're a moron. You're a fucking moron. And now you want to cry on vests being stolen. The dude who put that in the hallway. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. You put it in the hallway, guy? Yeah, that was me, man. I fucked up, Tom. I'm going to ask you again. Were you the one that put it in the hallway? Yeah, Tom, man. I mean, I fucked up. I'm going to ask you again. Were you the one? Tom, I swear to God, bro. It wasn't me, bro. I was just trying to take the blame. It was Tim. It was Joey. It was Joey. It wasn't me, bro. Joe, tell him. So now everybody's going to get to blaming everybody and passing the buck. And nobody wants to take responsibility and ownership for their own actions. Kind of sort of what's going on in everyday life in the world. Apparently, this is a problem that's been consistent throughout humanity. These women, you know, the vests were used, bro. I mean, it don't matter, but vests get kind of sweaty, bro. I don't think I want to have your vest all up on my chest. Unless that's what you into. Uh, man-on-man action. <laughs> Respectfully. Shout out to Khan Almighty, because that's where I got that from. When he said man-on-man action in the Queen's Flip Show. <laughs> you know, uh, they went to man-on-man action. We weren't. <laughs> you know that part. So anyway, I said shout out to Kano. I'm not Queen's Flip. Shout out to Kano. I don't know Queen's Flip. So there's no shout outs for people I don't know. <laughs> Facts. So, uh, <laughs> the vests were used and and were to be donated. The Suffolk County Chief of Office of Police Source, he says, they were looking into the report, man. To try to find out what happened. These vests need to reappear. The Ukraine Congress Committee of America and the Ukraine Nation's Women's League of America are both listed at the Manhattan address. <laughs> this is weird. This gets weirder as we speak. So the bottom line of this is, was this an inside job? They were stored in a hallway. Who knew they were there? How did you get in? You forced your way in. I know, but that's not enough information for our people, our listeners. We need more. Like, how did you get in, though? How did they get in? Did they climb? Oh, we're going to take it right over to Bob. Bob, now you that's in Manhattan, uh, uh, what apparently happened? Well, you know, can you hear me, uh, Ward? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you clearly. Well, apparently we out here in Manhattan right now, west out in the village, and it's just been quite a quite an experience. They broke in, they went in through the top window, and they seen the vest, and they took all the vest. We need that type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Joe, now to you in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, we out here, <laughs> you, know, you know how to do, right? <laughs> So it'd be more believable because you guys, when you see real media, you don't understand it. I am the news. I am what's happening now. And we're going to set this tone right. 
So apparently we all know what's been going on with your boy, right? Murder, murder was the case that they gave me. I'm innocent. That type of shit, right? Of course you're innocent. We all know for decades Snoop is soft. <laughs> you could tell Snoop is buns. He's just a good dude. Facts. So it's not a secret, yo, he got slapped by Shook. All right, a lot of people get slapped. Shit happens in the world. Don't mean you got to kill everybody, right? Things happen. I don't know. But he been soft. He's, he's a businessman. Let him do his business shit, right? But I never was a fan of Snoop like that. He had like two or three songs I made. I liked a little bit. It's not my cup of tea, you heard? Facts. But uh, I guess he's cool. So... Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg's Death Row releases pulled from streaming platforms. That doesn't surprise me. You should pull all this shit. Because not for nothing, bro, Dre and Snoop been promoting violence for a very long time. And if you're going to knock one person, you got to knock everybody. That's just my opinion. Are we going to keep lying here to ourselves? Murder was the case that they gave me. Bro, like, they've been promoting kill our own people for decades, bro. And this is where it stems from. So you can't just go now and be like, all right, trap music is something that is destroying our youth. Trap music in the Bronx is creating havoc. It's not the trap music in the Bronx. I did a lot of analytics based upon this theory that we got going on here and i come to a conclusion that is us bro we've been doing this for years it's the older rappers it's not the youth where is the proof that you could blame the youth for anything that's going on when us older listen by the way if you're 47 years old, if you're 50 something years old and you think that you're an OG and you're walking around proclaiming, giving yourself the unofficial throne of OG status. I got news for you. You're not an OG, my guy. It's called an OT. You're an old timer you're confusing the alphabet which in return confuses the public and we don't like to cause confusion among our peoples <laughs> so keep it a buck with yourself you're not an og you wasn't in no gang putting in work you're not a stand-up individual however you look at og you're not that bro not everybody right because og we grew up like as a status that's given to you you just don't claim it Yo, I'm an OG. Or because somebody's older, they'd be like, yo, I'm talking to the OG. Where is he an OG at? From where? Who said that? Who made him the OG? Or you just claim, you just take that. So apparently in certain gangs in New York City that I was involved in, I could say, they were well-known and are still well-known. I was a member and still... is the almighty land king nation. And a lot of people even in there throughout the years started taking over that I'm an OG. You had to wait five, ten years to get that status, bro. And still then someone had to uh, uh, bless you OG in a lot of these gangs. Not in all. Not in all. Not in all. But rules change. I get it. And things like that. We wasn't letting nobody just call themselves no OG, bro. That wasn't happening. You're doing OG shit. Because OG shit back then to you and what it is today is a lot of difference. What I'm doing right now, right now here, is OG shit. It's original gangster shit. We did harm to our community. We destroyed our community 
for those of you that that did so, or you feel like your whatever you put in may have caused harm. And as you progress and get older and get to a different stage, whether it be of kingism, bloodism, whatever you're involved in, you want to give back to that community and say, my brother, there's a better way. And I know why I'm telling you this, because I was there, I was you, and I don't want you to go through the same things that I have went through. I don't want you to endure the same pain that I've endured. Therefore, I created this door for you to come through and see the light, because all this time you've been in darkness, and I know because I was there, the lights were once off for me. But now I see clearer. And then you helping your brother up. But if we keep going the way it's going, then don't get mad when they consider it a gang. And don't get mad when somebody tells you you're not a real OG. Because real OG don't destroy hoods. We build hoods. We in the process of building, not breaking. You breaking and you taking. You're not an OG, bro. You're an OT, an old timer. So now that we got that shit situated, <laughs> right? Snoop Dogg is gearing up for Death Row Records' new era. Pulling all his music from stream services. You know, like saying, bro, you just can't be using this. Pop, let me get that. That's me. If you ain't giving me breath for this, you can't hold that. You can't use that. This is Death Row. And I'm in charge here. Yeah, I look different from the average Suge Knight card because Suge Knight was big, right? Bullying people around. The fat Suge Knight, you feel me? He was fat as fuck. Suge Knight was a fat, ugly motherfucker. Suge Knight was probably one of the ugliest fat motherfuckers you ever could see in your life. It wasn't that he was dangerous. He was buttercup. He ran around and got Mexicans and set up shop where it looks like the Mexicans are outside waiting to kill you. Now he walks in and says, bro, I could protect you from these dudes because I know them. In reality, Shook Knight didn't know them. He just hired them off the street and made them promises. Shook Knight used our Latin people, our Mexicans and all that on various occasions to do these things. Nobody talks about the real inside scoop of hip hop. What's really happening here? Numbers are confused. It is the biggest genre of music in the world. Someone is lying to you. Look up Latin trap, reggaeton. Look up different music, match numbers, and tell me which is the biggest music in the world. That's just some info to enlighten you on music. Not for hate, not to create division. Just to create a transition for your mind's intuition. (laughs) To let you know there's a lot of shit that's really not happening that people are just wishing. But with that being said, after buying the iconic brand and catalog last month and promising to transform it into an NFT label, everybody with these NFTs is not working. NFT is a dream. Listen to me, bro. I've been doing the internet for quite some time. I'm invested in what I'm into. Some NFTs are cool. Once you start investing all your money and uh, thinking that NFTs, something is just as powerful as you make it. The more we keep talking about it, the more powerful it becomes. So you get these rappers and you put your money behind them and you gas them up. The NFT is the way in return. They blabber that off to their audience. In your mind, NFTs are popping because Snoop told you so.
Where's Snoop? Your father? Your grandfather? You're looking for another man that's nowhere near you, near you to raise you and tell you what to do with your money to invest it in an NFT. Of course, he's into NFTs. It's the new way of robbery for black and brown people. And I say that just to make people feel better when I involve myself. <laughs> you may not hear me, though. So NFTs is just going to be an indictment that's waiting to happen. This is facts. A lot of people been to jail behind NFTs. You may not know it. One of the biggest scandals that was brought up was when 6ix9ine got involved in the NFTs and that company was found out to be scams and robbing people out of multi-millions of dollars. You wouldn't know that because you're not in the loop. You're not in tune. You may think you are, but you don't really know what's going on because you're not paying attention. You're just listening to what stands out, to the gossip, the fight, the beef, but you're missing out on the money. <laughs> if you broke, you don't look like a good gossiper, bro. So anyway, the label operating in the... Metaverse, right? Fans this weekend were like, what's going on? Albums missing from all streaming services. Snoop appears to have removed albums, including Dre's 1992, The Chronic. His own seven-time platinum album from 1993 debuted Doggy Style and Corrupt and Daz Dillinger's. The Dog Pound Projects from 1995 Dog Food From streaming services Tupac's two 1996 Death Row albums All Eyes On Me And The Dawn Woo Wow You already know Seven Day Theory Remains on streaming since they were too long a part of Dev Rose catalog to Snoop that Snoop acquired from a Blackstone controlled music group, formerly E1 Music. You already know who that is. Stop playing. Reps of Snoop. Check it. Reps of Snoop been getting into this Spotify, Apple Podcast music thing, and Amazon music. By the way, you can check me out on Amazon music. <laughs> Just look up on the logout. I'm there, bro. I'm there. I never lie to you. I'm on Amazon music. I got a new song coming out. Hopefully, by the end of this month, it's going to be crazy. It's called The Truth. The Truth. Facts. The album itself is going to be entitled Rikers Island, The True Story. But don't be mad, though. But we coming, boy. This is a fact. I'll never lie to you. That's somebody else. Next up. So, look, listen. Apparently, all this is happening. Snoop is, Snoop is pulling songs out, albums out from everywhere, bro. I don't know if he's making the right move. You guys will be let to tell me that. Is he doing the right moves by involving and in trying to make these things an NFT? Who told him that NFTs is just the full way to go? I think some people are listening to too much Gary or what have you. And I know I recommended that a few times. And these people have money, so they'll 
paid. They paying people to consult them about online businesses and not understanding that the person that's consulting you is the same person that's fucking you and robbing you at the same time. And sometimes we look for people that you think are bigger than you on these platforms. And those are the ones that actually are thinking bigger than you overall and are trying to rob you too, right? But they rob you smoothly. These are like gangsters with professional words, right? Their weapon is their wordplay. Huh? You get it? Right. So... They talk to you, they tell you how you should invest in NFTs, how this is the biggest thing happening since uh, whatever in the world, right? And next thing you know, you're done, bro. You're broke. So shout out to you, Snoop. Hopefully things will work out for you with NFTs. I just believe that the NFT market is something that needs to be watched very closely and uh, put your hand in it like a little, little at a time. I don't think you want to just jump straight into it with albums and things like that, but let's go along with what's happening right now, right? Even a couple of minutes for you to throw your own verse in there, Snoop said, sound XYZ announced on Twitter that the 1000 limited edition NFTs of the mix has sold out in under an hour. And the websites had crashed. But that <laughs> secondary market had opened. Yo, bro. So apparently they putting it on NFTs. It's going wild, right? In an interview with, you already know, Jay-Z's thing, that tale, uh, uh, title, right? Published earlier this month. The Gin and Juice rapper boosted about which albums he has on the death row deal and how he hoped to bring in his fellow Super Bowl 2022 halftime show perform and death row records co-founder Dre back home. I got the Chronic album. I got Doggy Style. The Godfather, Murder Was The Case, Dog Food, Above The Rim. I got all these records, he said. But at one time, Dr. Dre's attorney, <laughs> Howard King, later issued a statement saying, there are false reports out regarding ownership by death row of Dr. Dre's chronic. Dr. Dre's owns... 100% of the chronic, as Billboard previously reported, since Snoop's purchase, the Death Row website has stopped selling the label's CD and vinyl albums. These sales items have still not returned. I don't know if you're understanding what's going on there. So Snoop stating, look, bro, I'm the owner. I bought that shit. And them saying, nah, bro. Dre owns 100% of his shit. What the fuck wrong with you? So these are people that are supposedly friends, and it looks like a power struggle is going on in between situations and things with records and things. And I just think that Snoop is playing with people a little bit the way he was probably fucked in his career. I don't know. But it sounds like to me, it sound, I could be wrong from what I'm getting and my sources saying, and and listen, here on the lockout, we like to keep it 100% honest. I just think that uh, Snoop tried to be like he owns it and, uh, Dre's, and Dre's team is like, nah, bro, <laughs> you smoking too much weed, bro. 
That's just a hundred percent Dre's, and if you don't take that down, it's gonna be a problem. And he understood clearly in English what was said. Leave in the comments how you feel about uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Snoop getting into the NFTs and trying to sell and try to create a new market for his own hip hop strategy and what he got going on and uh, using the halftime shows and everything and all that to sell records, sell albums. Do you think it's a beautiful thing that these people can now generate a? stronger income uh, from their past music in 1995, 1996. Now that we in 2022, I think it's a beautiful, awesome thing. Just me and my part. I don't know how you may feel, but I think that it's cool. It's cool. I think they deserve that being the fact is that there's no uh, retirement uh, situated for rappers, uh, hip hop actors, uh, urban, right? You want to call it, right? Whatever. Uh, you want to label it, you know, hip hop, rap, street shit, right? Uh, there's no retirement situation, so oftentimes these dudes wind up broke, and uh, at 60 years old, wind up uh being another Alpo, and still coming back to your neighborhood to sell crack and be in clubs and, and do all the dumb shit that dumb people do. And based on the fact that hip hop was built on ignorance, it blinds us because we just think that's the way it was meant to be. This is hip hop. It's supposed to be dumb and ignorant. And I think that we a lot better than that, right? And uh, uh, we need to keep striving for, for greatness, right? So on another note, $1,000 guaranteed a month Cash payments changed a New York City mom's life. You don't have to stress your states. Your stress is over with a thousand dollars a month. Do you believe that? Some people it could help. You it may sound like it's not a lot of money, but a thousand dollars a month could come a long way for a single parent or even a two parent household. You know, some of you guys that get SSI checks understand, right? I never had one of those, although I'm pretty sure I could get it because I'm one floor over the cuckoo's nest. Cuckoo! I just like to make my own money, right? But uh, apparently, uh, you know, this lady, this young lady, she has a friend, and a friend tells her about this program that was giving around away free money. And she was like, bro, I'm real skeptical about anybody giving anything out for free, which she should be. 90% of the time, if somebody's trying to give you something for free, believe me, they're trying to do some PP inside your way. So something is going on, and something is wrong. Nobody gives nothing for free in the world. But we do have some good people out there. I'm a, 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 a testament if if we're using the correct word at this present time because we're all over the place. But I, I could I could attest to that in a in a, in a good sense and say, uh, bro, of course I've gotten five thousand dollars from somebody I don't know, a total stranger, a donation. This is facts. So anyway, and that was just the one time as that person kept donating, the accumulation could have been anywhere from five hundred and fifty thousand. To, it was definitely probably in the whole time that I knew the person. I'm gonna be real. I, I was throwing out numbers. It could have been like a quarter of a million dollars that I got from them. Facts. That was in less than a year. This is a facts that I don't talk with nobody about. But anyway, uh, I didn't expect things to go through. I said I'll try and see if someone calls me back, whatever. Someone did call her back. And since July 2021, she has received $1,000 a month. 
in guaranteed cash payments from the Bridge Project. She is one of the 100 moms who are receiving unconditional monthly cash payments for three years from the program. Houston, who lives in New York City, mainly uses money on formula and diapers, she says. It's always, it always buys a, a little bit of breathing room. It helped with my daughter and it boosts your confidence because it takes a load off your chest. You don't have to stress over something because you know you have that extra income coming in. Facts. And that's how I feel. And that's why we do the things that we do in life and we wake up in the morning and I get mad when I oversleep. Like, yo, why you didn't wake me up? Because it always feels good because you don't have to stress over something or anything because you know you have that extra income coming in. So wake up early and go to bed late. You, There's no need to be sleeping eight hours. Eight hours a day is more than half of your lifetime, bro. Like, do you know how much you sleep, bro? I sleep four hours, three hours. I'm up fresh. Boom, again, going at it. Facts. You, I'm not sleeping my life away, bro. There's things to do out here. Get up. Get yourself together and start your project, start your channel, start your platform, start your podcast, start your show, whatever you want to start in life, but you need to do exactly that. Start on the lockout. Thank you for tuning in. I love you.